Welcome in to SI All-Americans' first recruiting interview here on the podcast. So let's start with an SI99 member, not just any SI99 prospect. How about our number one interior offensive lineman? Yes, it is Bryce Foster coming out of the state of Texas, a.k.a. the Mountain. Bryce, how are we doing this evening? Doing good, man. How about yourself? Man, let's start right there with the mountain because half the people who hit me up on Twitter want to know where you're going. The other half are like, why is he the mountain? So why don't you let us know why uh, that is the nickname that so many people associate you with in the recruiting world? Yeah, so I was at the uh, Rivals Five Star Challenge uh, two years ago. I think is what it was now. Um, and we had the big man competition. So it was whoever could lift 225 the most. And I guess a lot at that time, Game of Thrones was still pretty big. Uh, it was before the bad ending. <laughs> um, but, yeah, a lot of the uh, players were like, man, you look, you're huge. You look like the mountain from Game of Thrones. So I talked to my family and my brother about it, and he was like, you know what, I, I kind of like that nickname. So it kind of just stuck, really. And where is the height and weight right now for those who, who are obviously watching and are listening and they're not able to see just how big the mountain may be? Uh, six five three twenty. There you go. That's what uh, Division One interior O-line prospect looks like. Bryce, let's jump right into it, man. This thing is, is in crunch time for you. One of the top uncommitted prospects in the United States looking to make that commitment and sign December 18th. Give the people a layout of your recruitment. Who is still in the conversation and how are you feeling just a couple weeks ahead of that decision? Yeah, so I'm, my, my top five is OU, Oregon, Texas, Texas a and LSU. Uh, I think they're all still in the dogfight right now. Um, I'm pretty confident going into this uh, early signing period because I mean, I've, I always wanted to sign on my birthday, and I thought it would be a pretty cool thing to do, like a cool little video for it as well. Uh, but, yeah, the, the, those five are still in the, um, still in the running. A lot of programs with, with obvious regional connections, right? A&M, not very far from you, Oklahoma up the road, uh, and then some schools further away from home, Oregon, LSU uh, in that conversation. How'd you come to this, this five? And you said they're all in a dogfight right now. How'd you come to this group? Because obviously you had dozens and dozens of scholarship offers. Uh, culture. I think culture was like a really big thing looking into it. Um, and as well, the, the, um, the, the track uh, aspect to it. Um, I think these five schools give me the best opportunity for football and for track as well, as, as, along with the uh, education. So you're the number one interior offensive lineman for us here at SI. Where are you ranked in the track and field shot and discus conversation? I know it's not the same type of industry in terms of the coverage, but we know you're no slouch on the track either. Yeah, so discus for my class, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm number one. Um, and then shop put on either one, two, or three, one of those three. Yeah, a lot, a lot of ones next to <laughs> Bryce Foster's name. In search of the one, let's, let's run down these five programs that are still in the conversation. Bryce, let's start with, with some of the in-state uh, or regional schools. Uh, what about Texas and Texas A&M? Let's go one by one here. Why are the Longhorns still in the conversation? Uh, coach Han, he's been the only coach who's actually offered me at two different schools. Uh, he offered me when he was at Auburn and at UT, which I think I think is pretty cool. He's been recruiting me for almost three and a half years now, I think is what it is. So I think that's pretty crazy how he's kind of stuck along with me throughout this whole ride. Uh, but, you know, they, they definitely have a culture of, uh, you know, winning. 
Um, I mean, if you look at just like the Mac Brown era, that was uh, that was a guy who I've always watched. That was a kind of uh, Jordan Shipley, Colt McCoy. I'd always like I'd always like watching them uh, play football. Um, but yeah, uh, Coach Hand, me and him have, have a really good relationship over these past three and a half years. I think that's really the main thing that stuck it. Um, but their, their track and field program as well. I know they have a really good throwing program. Um, coach Son, he's coach. I don't know how many uh, national champions. Uh, but he coaches uh, Valerie Almond, who is actually a U.S. record holder in the women's discus now. So clear uh, on-field advantages in football and track there with UT. What, what about up the road in, in College Station uh, with the Aggies? Uh, that place kind of feels like a second home to me. Um, my, my brother went there, so whenever I was 10, 11, 12, I'd go to those football camps. Um, my brother actually was playing for the football team at that time. So it was really cool. I kind of got to stay with him in his, uh, his house with some of his buddies. And I just, I just kind of felt like a really warm feeling whenever I was there. Uh, I have a really good relationship with Coach Henson and Coach Fisher. You know, we, we talk fairly often. And um, I, I have a few guys who are throwing there and running, actually, who I know I, I personally know. So I think that's, a, that, that's like a really good bonus as well. Seems like AM has the family pool for sure. Uh, and then, you know, if, if we're talking about top recruits in the state of Texas, the Oklahoma Sooners are always in that conversation. I know uh, Caleb Williams, who blogs with us, is a big fan of yours, and I know he's, he's leading that peer recruiting charge. But what else about OU has them in the mix? Uh, I mean, Coach Biedenbell, really, his resume speaks for itself. Uh, in 2018, when he won that uh, Joe Moore Award and sent four of those five guys in the NFL, and one was Creed Humphrey as a freshman, you know, winning that Joe Moore Award, and he's probably going to get drafted this upcoming year in the NFL draft. I really wouldn't be surprised if it's in the first or second round. Uh, but, I mean, his um, – I'm trying to figure out a good way to say it. He has, he has a really good resume. I mean, that, that's really all I can say. Uh, he's put guys in the NFL. He's took three-star guy, two, three, three-star guys to the next level, and I think that that's something I really want to do. Let's hop over to the program coming off of a national title, LSU. The SEC West is loaded, right? A&M and LSU both in your final five. Uh, besides the ring and the recent ring, why else <laughs> are the Tigers involved? Uh, I've actually – it's kind of a crazy story. Um, so I used to be a D-lineman. I thought I was going to play D-lineman at the college level and stuff like that. So I'd go to, like, the all, all like the youth camp stuff like that. And Coach O was actually my defensive line coach. So I've known him for quite some time now. Um, but I, I have a really good relationship with him and Coach Craig. Uh, just this past year, Coach Craig won the Joe Moore Award. So um, that, 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 that speaks a lot for himself. And he's, he had a few guys draft. I don't, know, I don't know if it was three or four or two. I, I don't really know. Uh, but I know he had a lot of guys drafted. And I, I really like that culture over there, you know, of just, just win. And let's wrap it up with the Oregon Ducks. Mario Cristobal and company, no stranger to offensive linemen. He's a former O-lineman and O-line coach. Uh, and the Ducks are doing big things there in the Pac-12, both in recruiting and on the field. Why else is you? I really like the way that they're turning the program into that normal spread Pac-12 type thing to, you know, because, you know, Coach Cristobal and Coach Mirabal, they, they love their own line, so they really want to change that culture to a, we need a, we need a, we need the trench monsters to win the game. I, I really like that change. And, I mean, Track Town USA, what, what else can you really say? That that new track stadium, Hayward Field, is it's, it's pretty it's pretty legit. <laughs> yeah, easy sell there for Oregon. So you mentioned culture as the way you cut down to five. How are you going to go from five to one? What is most important here over the next two weeks or so? Um, that's a really good question. <laughs> uh, 
I, I would have to say coaching stability is a really big one for me. Um, you know, it's going into a program and knowing that those same coaches are going to be there all four, three, four, five years I'm going to be there. Um, I, I really want to stick with the same coaching staff and not have to worry about a whole bunch of changes. Um, that, but also just like how, how I vibe with the other guys, I think, I think that, that'll be a really big one because I, I don't want to go in somewhere where, where it's a really hostile type of environment. I want it to be like a really good mesh between, you know, the incoming freshmen and the, the fourth year, fifth year seniors. Understood. Now, I know you've, you've been to all five of these schools, but two of the five got you on campus here more recently. Take me through the process of trying to keep a visit in this day and age under wraps and then kind of how it, how it unraveled after people found out and, and obviously, most importantly, how it was when you took the trips to, to Oklahoma and, and Texas A&M. Yeah, I really liked the trips. It was a lot of fun. I, I, so my whole goal was to try to kind of keep it in quiet so I can see it as like a fan perspective rather than like the recruit perspective because um, it's a completely different atmosphere uh, going in there and sitting with all the recruits in like your little section rather than sitting with all like the regular fans. There's a little more hoopla. And I, I, thought, I thought that was like the fun part about the games. Um, but yeah, I, it, it kind of got exposed. A&M, it got exposed when I went to go eat about three hours before the game. Um, I went to this place called the Dixie Chicken, and my, my brother took me, and he was like, that's a place where everyone eats. And I'm like, well, that's not a very good spot to go for um, to be quiet and not try not to get seen. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, was, it was really cool. A lot of the guys were – a lot of the fans and stuff were really respectful of me trying to keep it quiet, and everyone kind of figured that they were, I was trying to keep it quiet considering I didn't announce anything at going to OU or A&M. Yeah, I, I thought it was really pretty cool seeing all the fans like, hey, man, we need you on the O-line next year. We have a few guys graduating. I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. Does that get old? You, you've been a guy – I met you as a freshman All-American down in Naples, Florida, uh, playing and after your, your first year of high school ball. Does any of this get old? You've had offers and it, really a lot of attention since then. Um, I wouldn't say it gets old, but it, it definitely isn't like – It's well, I would say it's definitely humbling. Because uh, whenever I'm on the field and stuff like that, I don't I don't think about stars. I don't think about offers. Because who really cares about that in between the white lines? Uh, like whenever whenever you're working out, whenever you're throwing the shot or disc, stars stars don't matter. They don't matter at all. Whenever you put on put on the uh, helmet, shoulder pads, and cleats, and just get on the gridiron. Uh, but usually when I go to these places, it's it's actually kind of cool to just be like, man, I'm I'm kind of someone that they want, you know. So it's, it's it is kind of a nice feeling, and hopefully I can be an upgrade to some places. How about that? An O-line recruit getting recognized everywhere <laughs> he goes on the recruiting trail. How long we've come as a football country and around that football discussion. Right. But speaking of this, the last time we spoke on the phone, we did a story after you were named an, an All-American Bowl uh, prospect, which, again, another accolade, big surprise here. You, you told me something at the end of that conversation that I hadn't heard any recruit tell me in 10 years of doing this. It was in relation to you playing both sports and the year – you may be ready to take a big next step or two big next steps all at once. Uh, remind the folks of what you told me that night uh, and, and how confident do you feel in, in being able to pull off something that uh, we may have not seen before? Yeah, so the year 2024, I have a really huge goal to uh, get drafted in the first round of the NFL draft and go to the 2024 Paris Olympics. I think I think that would just be something crazy to do. You know, there aren't many first people to do things left in this world. There aren't, there aren't many first left. So I think accomplishing one of those would be just 
astronomical, really. Um, I, I just think that would be like a really cool feeling. But I, I, I know it's going to take a lot of hard work and a lot of like focus into it because doing, doing two sports in high school right now is definitely going to be a lot easier than doing two sports in college. I mean, and still trying to be able to compete with everybody who's, you know, who's staying in that one sport and doing that year round. I know it's going to be a challenge, but I think I'm up for it. Yeah, so those who, who like to save things for later, keep an eye on the 2024 NFL <laughs> draft and the 2024 Olympics. Sounds crazy to say, especially as we get through what, what's been a wild year in 2020, but we certainly wish you all the best. And we know a lot of college football fans are going to be tuned in December 18th to find out where you go. How can they keep up with the news? How are you going to announce it? How will they be able to follow that big choice? So on December 18th, I think is what we're doing is, so we're making a video. I know that for sure. Me and my brother are in the works of it uh, currently. Um, but so at my school, I'm doing a signing day on the 18th. We're doing, everyone's doing a signing day. And I'm going to have the video show hopefully there on the 18th, whenever I do sign. So it can be like a surprise to kind of all my friends and family and everything at that time. And then uh, right after that, it will be going online to Twitter and in my Instagram. There you go. Social media. Big surprise. Exactly. Man. Exactly. We'll certainly keep following you, Bryce. We appreciate your time. Hey, first ever recruit. How about that milestone to be interviewed here on the SI All-American podcast? Have a great night, my friend. Yes, sir. You too. Appreciate you for having me on.